0: Yeah okay I don't know what happens to me this is like a thing that's probably just like programmed into women just like from birth or whatever but like yeah. the, I have like a you know how people have a voice that they talk to babies and dogs that's like the yes. same voice that I used to talk to engaged Wait. people That's so. where true. when they say <laughs> things to me like, oh my gosh that's so exciting yeah <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah like, what what I don't speak that way. It's, cr- it's ridiculous. I do It's insane. <sighs> Probably cut all that out. Since so it's just me Good. complaining about a very nice person I know. <laughs> okay. That's what ha- I don't know what happens to me when p- other people get married slash tell me their wedding plans. It makes me want to die. And, like, it- they're not even that bad. But I'm just like. It's I'm just not- like that. I just can't. It's I just. just- I just despise it. Listen, anyway. um, being in love, cringe. I know. <laughs> it's whatever. Anyway. It's just a chemical that gets released in your brain that makes you insufferable. <laughs> Which is a chemical I already have in abundance. So if I ever get engaged, <laughs> everyone should abundant. just cut me off. <laughs> should all just be like, great, come back. back. When you're like five years in, yeah. it's worn off. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, uh, speaking of insufferable, let's talk about this episode. <laughs> Just kidding. Wait? This thing. Okay, No, listen, that's a perfect lead in because my first fun fact is that co creator Dan Poppenmeyer, of course, and uh, yeah. a writer whose name I cannot pronounce uh, sure. both share this episode as being their least favorite. Mm. So that's. It wasn't Do the we... other caveman episode? I guess this not. One beat the worst episode. I know. Listen, I hate that. creators one. don't have a good perspective on their own work. <laughs> and that's fine. <laughs> it's okay. But, yeah, yeah, that one's bad. Anyway, this one is actually, it's fine. I think it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I, yeah, I feel like I forget about it. I definitely am not like thinking about it all the time. Yeah. It's not very memorable, true. maybe. Like, maybe it's not like terrible, but I'm not like, yeah, it's just not memorable. There's also not really, like, Phineas quotable. and Herb don't do much in this one. They have, like, two scenes. None of their friends are in it. It's mostly a right. Candace episode. That's true. Which, I mean, I love Candace. And yeah. we'll get into the things Take that Candace. she does yeah. in this. <clears throat> anyway. So, yeah. This this is the first one. Uh, 119A, which is boyfriend from 27,000 BC. Um, which, yeah. I was gonna also ask, <laughs> did anyone, like... I just want to know how much research came into coming up with the number 27,000 BC. Because if it, based on their 104 days, it's zero. And yeah, (laughs) that's true. Some guy was like, did you guys know that Neanderthals (laughs) were from 27,000 BC? Yeah. Uh, Anyway, probably. Yeah. That's all I have. Okay. Sorry, I'll stop interrupting. No, No. that's great. Can't interrupt something I haven't started saying yet. (laughs) perfect anyway (laughs) uh yeah okay so the first thing that happens is that there's like a voiceover um which is basically like david attenborough doing a documentary about cavemen um but it's like a bad documentary and also it shows a picture of the narrator like he comes on screen and he's like a dumpy chad michael murray yeah yeah like a (laughs) tiny blonde man (laughs) with the voice of like a british guy uh yeah anyway He's doing his little documentary about Neanderthals. Uh, sure. Hot tip anyone who says Neanderthals <laughs> does not pass the vibe check. Yeah. You know that bit that Kyle Perutos where he's like, this is things that should lower your credit score. Saying Neanderthals yeah. to a person, <laughs> minus 10 points. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. <clears> the <throat> also- point is, I don't care how what's correct. Don't say it that way. What? Yeah. Uh, in this show, he's talking about how the neanderthal is quote-unquote hunting but hmm. he is hunting a squid and yeah is it's in on on the middle of yeah of, i had that note field. as well just like oh, okay. a land yeah. squid land squid yeah no Look, for sure <clears throat> i'm not a cool. anthropologist archaeologist mm, any of the above <laughs> yeah uh, i'm not a, i'm not any of those things but i'm almost 100 percent sure that there was no point in he- history where squids live yeah. land. yeah Correct me if I'm wrong. Sound off in the comments if you are a squid expert. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Anyway, the narrator uh, like has a breakdown and starts doing a weird Tarzan impression. (laughs) Yeah, it's a choice. Uh, I think maybe this is more of a surrealist short film and not a documentary but whatever Mm, For sure. Uh, Phineas and Ferb and Perry are just sitting on the couch next to one Mm -hmm. of Linda's weird lamps uh, watching Mm -hmm. this documentary like robots like not blinking staring directly at it I was like you guys no reaction to this huh Mm -hmm. Um, then the narrator is like the Neanderthals blamed each other for being ill-equipped to survive the harsh cold and I was like that's a crazy line to put in a documentary (laughs) Is that what in, happened? To put in a documentary in a kid's show. Here's the thing. A fake documentary. I think that the same guy who wrote this is the guy who wrote the Love Handle documentary where he was like, <gasps> pressure from a dwindling fan base <laughs> led to tension among the band members. I don't know what he says, but this yeah. is basically the same line, but it's about Neanderthals. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Neanderthals extinct because of pressures from a dwindling fan base. And there's a commercial for a sandwich shop that's just a guy in a sandwich costume which I was going to criticize, but then also it did make me want a sandwich. Yeah, The whole sandwich B-plot of this episode, I was like, I need to order Jimmy John's. Um, <laughs> okay, same. Anyway, then Phineas is like, I know what we're going to do today. And they uh, door dash sandwiches. <laughs> Which is me every day. <laughs> every day I wake up and I'm like, I don't know what I'm going yeah. to do today. Door a sandwich. <laughs> um, and then he's like, I know what else we're going to do today. And they go and search for a caveman at the Danville Glacier. Yeah. Uh, Got a lot on that. This is the point where I have written down. I feel like Phineas and Ferb are just like Calvin and Hobbes if Calvin was like a god and everything he Mm. imagined was real. True, Because the Danville Glacier is just a giant iceberg sitting in the middle of Danville. Yeah. It's just, just there. Yeah. And we'll we'll follow we'll we'll come yeah back we'll to get that. to that upstairs. Candace, the real star, yeah. is behind one of those like old timey folding dressing screens, which <laughs> is kind of funny because it's yeah. two thousand nine. Um, anyway, she's <laughs> trying to find something to wear to Stacy's costume party, which yeah. I have some questions about because mm-hmm. it is not Halloween; it's the middle of summer, which Trince. means it's Stacy's. Is throwing a whole costume party in July, in the middle mm. of July, which honestly is a powerful. I move. like it. Yeah. I would I go to a costume party in the middle of July. Listen, today, during a discussion about <laughs> Fry Crawl, which we do have <gasps> scheduled and we do have a confirmed <gasps> guest list, and I what? am extremely excited about. Oh um, we have booked the party bus. We oh. are going to send them a deposit. Anyway. No. I was talking today with Eliza about what our dress code should be and I was like we should do that thing from TikTok where we tell everyone a different dress code um, based on how much we like them or Mm. or don't like them. Um, But yeah, like Party Bus, Fry Crawl, Costume Party. I also was like, how crazy would it be for me to sell t-shirts of Fry Crawl (laughs) to (laughs) the Fry Crawl attendees? Because if I charge them like 10 bucks a t-shirt, at five dollars of cost per t-shirt, mm. I make up my entire portion of the party bus. And all it will wow. cost me is five hundred man hours. So <laughs> seems worth it. Anyway, the point is uh cool. yeah. middle of summer costume party, incredible. So Candace is trying to find a costume. Her first two picks are Disco Diva and mm-hmm. Corn Dog. She rejects yeah. both of those. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where... where Does she go to a lot of costume parties? It's like a monthly... I don't know either. It's she like has... a book club, but it's a costume so party. So many, though. She has a lot. So many costumes. Uh, with Maybe it's from, like, all the jobs that she's had, where she's had to wear. Maybe. Okay, costume. but she also... She, like... When she's throwing stuff out of the t- chest, she throws three pairs of identical Daisy disco pants in oh. three different colors out of the oh. chest. I just wanted to note that. Wait... <laughs> Don't she and Stacy and Jenny wear those? Oh yeah, are, are those your outfits from the disco miniature golfing I mean, queen song? Which I don't think it's happened yet. But well, that one was just Stacy. But they do oh. in the roller coaster the musical have the disco song, mm. the busted one. So, so that's highly plausible. You're right. Listen, do I wish that I had two friends who would wear a matching <sighs> disco Daisy pants yes. with me? Yes. Anyway, so she's <clears throat> uh oh yeah she's like i know i'll ask jeremy and we get the first <laughs> yeah. of a number of unhinged interactions <laughs> she goes i know i'll ask jeremy she picks up a teddy bear with a wallet photo <laughs> of jeremy taped to its face and, which where did she get a wallet of jeremy <sighs> i don't know anyway she starts talking to it and she's like what should i wear and then she like starts doing a little jeremy voice it's a symptom. Uh, yeah. um, anyway, also, I think this might be the first sighting of the Me, Myself, and I poster in the background of her room, which is my favorite poster and I want one and I'm going to make one for myself. Anyway, she's doing her okay. little fantasy <laughs> conversation with Jeremy and then her phone is ringing and she's ignoring it and then eventually she picks it up and she's like, what? And it's Jeremy. Um, and he goes, uh, Candace, which leads me to believe that this is not the first time Candace has answered the phone like that uh okay this goes no just a minute please and then picks up as herself and she's like hi jeremy at which point jeremy should just hang up probably <laughs> right like at that point i'd be like you know what i actually don't have time for this I, thought, I know right i thought i would call you but here's the thing jeremy's side of this conversation equally crazy um yeah and she's like yeah hi this is candace um also <laughs> Even if he fell for that bit, wouldn't he have more questions? Wouldn't he be like, who is that person who's picking up your phone? Whatever. Doesn't right. mind. Jeremy is like, Are you going to Stacy's party? Like, yeah, obviously, she's Stacy's best friend. Is this the reason <laughs> you call? <laughs> Jeremy. Like, yes. And he goes, Cool. It's going to be wicked because um, Jeremy stays on brand. And yeah. then he goes, I'm going as a caveman. I'll see you there. <laughs> and she's like bye jeremy that's the entire conversation <laughs> that's it. Ugh. jeremy just that. called to be like are you going to stacy's party that i know you're going to that you probably yeah. helped plan and she's like yeah and he's like cool i'm going as a caveman bye like just a heads up right you called for that send a text whatever <laughs> um candace is like perfect with this new information, I will yeah. go to the party as a cave girl and we'll be all matchy and it'll be like we're on a date. Which is an insane <laughs> choice. Right? Like if someone like, tells you they're going to a costume party as something and you show up as a matching couple's yeah. costume without planning it with that person. Yes. Insane. I have obviously for anyone who's like Jeremy okay. Johnson. But yeah. Yeah. Another <clears throat> power move is finding out what someone's wearing to a costume party and then turning yeah. it into a couple's costume without asking. No. Yeah. Like yeah. what I wouldn't give for the audacity. Anyway. Uh, also, like I don't. In what universe would that work? This one. Right. They date only this one. <sighs> Maybe this is why I don't have a boyfriend. I I internalized <laughs> too much. <laughs> And I just act crazy all just, the time, and it's yeah. not working as well as it did for Canada <laughs> And then again, I don't know that many, like, beach boys, so maybe I'm targeting the wrong people. Maybe that's it, yeah. <sighs> anyway, uh, the boys, Finney's and Ferb, are in the garage with Lawrence, and he's like, we're off to the Center for Historically Relevant Botanical Gardens. And I was like, first of all, all botanical gardens are historically relevant. Second of <laughs> all... He looks directly to the camera and is like a virtual treasure trove of trop- topical <coughs> topiaries. And I was like, that's enough. And Linda was also <laughs> like, that's enough. And then they yeah. leave. I love Lawrence, but <sighs> yeah, he sat up late the night before writing that. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. <clears throat> and Finneas is like, hey, where's Perry? Perry is in his unhinged era, much like <sighs> Yeah, he's experimenting. He's, <clears throat> he's going through some sort of ska phase. The point is, he backs into a drain pipe, which sucks him up like one of those tubes at the bank. Yeah, and then yeah. when he emerges at the top of the drain pipe, he's wearing a magpie costume. Yeah, sure. He shimmies out onto a clothesline that I guess is just attached to the side of their house. Some kind of line, power line, clothesline, whatever. Yeah. Um, and there's some birds on it magpies mm-hmm. and i was like is he <clears throat> undercover
1: don't like they have specifically
0: a man? to trick these birds yeah who are the birds gonna tell <laughs> what then he falls down he like falls off the rope or whatever and he to like yeah. hand over hands his way across to a power box and i was like people don't have power lines just connected directly to their roof <laughs> to the box <laughs> i'm not an electrician you can't just run <laughs> wire From the pole and just like hook it onto your roof and like have power. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, he closes himself into the power box and gets roasted alive. Just kidding. (laughs) The next thing we see is him dropping into his lair, still in the bird costume. So I guess that pole was like an entrance. I guess he shimming back down. Seems like too many steps. And Uh, then we get more information about the magpie costume. Because at this point, I was like, why? Yeah. This literally made me. So mad. I was so oh, upset. Furious. <laughs> yeah, uh, Yeah. they land, and Monogram goes, <laughs> Carl, he fell for it. We were just kidding about the whole magpie costume. Which means a few things. One yeah. is that they give Perry specific instructions for his entrances ahead of time. Like, he got an email. Right. Which, as we've said before, <clears throat> implies that there's a system of communication <sighs> that is not being used efficiently in this workplace. Yeah. Number two, um is actually the same as number one. I said it twice Mm because it's really important. Number three, two and a half or three, um, is that like literally if you, a boss, tell your employee to do something and then you're like, ha ha, just kidding. That's just lying. That's abuse. Right. It's legally actionable. It's not acceptable workplace behavior. Agent P needs to sue. Yeah. He needs to call HR. He needs to get with all the other agents who I'm sure have had, like, is there a Magpie agent? That would be offensive. Right. Agent M is probably sad about that. Whatever. Like, yeah. The point is, silly. Perry angrily takes off his magpie costume because,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, and then Monogram goes, Too much worth is up to something. Seek out that wild eyed miscreant and put a stop to it. <laughs> I was like, wild oh my eyed gosh. miscreant. It's one in the merch shop. It's a sticker yeah. called yeah. Wild eyed miscreant. Like it. Oh, yeah. it's name. Um, then Carl comes into frame and is like, <laughs> "Tell him to do it dressed as a rabbit," because Carl's the most annoying person in the world. And then Monogram yeah. is like, uh "Could you do it dressed as a rabbit?" Because Monogram is the Michael Scott He's... of Alka. Oh yes, <laughs> that's like the truest thing anyone has ever screaming, said. Screaming, <laughs> crying, throwing up. Stop. Stop. Like Agent P is your only valuable asset, and you have to be so yeah. mean to him. A frustrating interaction. Anyway. Absolutely. (laughs) Then uh, we're back with Candice. She's all dressed up as a Flintstones character. Um, She is power posing in front of a mirror and she's feeling (laughs) super confident in her cave girl costume. Honestly, great. Then her phone rings again and she answers (laughs) um, and she doesn't say hello like a human person. She answers (laughs) and she goes, ooga booga. (laughs) Did she check the caller ID? No. (laughs) No, just cold. Someone could be calling you about like a job interview. Ooga booga. <laughs> um, Stacey Breeze is right past that because she's like, I actually don't have time, I'm planning a costume party. Um, and she's like, Hey, can you bring some sandwiches to this party? Because this entire episode's a commercial for sandwiches. <laughs> and then Candace is like, Yeah. I'll bring roast beef. Jeremy eats roast beef on Finidays and Sataferbs, <laughs> which is like a bit where she sees Phineas and Ferb and like starts, yeah, says their names because she sees them. But I was also like, crazy thing to say. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'll bring roast beef. Jeremy eats roast beef on name specific days. Yeah. Also, if that's true, that's weird. Jeremy's it's eating way thing. too much roast beef. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. Then she goes, Phineas and Ferb, you're lusting for a which is <laughs> That's funny. an incredible line. <laughs> uh, Stacy's like, cool, I don't have time for this. Bring the sandwiches to the party or I'll kill you. Yeah. Which is fair. Listen, yeah. trying to plan a party with Candace as a crucial pillar. Absolutely. <sighs> yeah. Uh, finally, halfway through the episode, we're at the Danville Glacier, which as I said mm-hmm. before, is just a... Giant iceberg in the middle of yep. Danville. Yep. Um, the boys have shown up with a wagon, just yeah. like a corporate <clears throat> freight red wagon. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's just a bunch of dinosaurs frozen in chronological order in full yeah. view. Yeah, like they just walk ice. past yeah. 17 just dinosaurs. display. Uh, which once again raises some important questions about the archaeological community in the tri-state area yeah because as we may recall uh their museum of natural history is full of dog and farmer bones from the last decade yeah and apparently there's an entire treasure trove just hanging out surface level this glacier yeah and no one's like it's "Hmm." insane no connecting the dots why hasn't jurassic park happened yet in this no kidding it would literally take maybe one hot day to melt the amount of ice between the edge and the dinosaur yeah because they do it they chip out a whole man and then just like hair dryer him and there he is that's the premise of the ampersand uh anyway that's all we see is that they just arrive and they're like wow so many things to steal yeah then perry goes through some like weird space doors and gets trapped in a helmet thing Mm -hmm. um and he gets like he's, the helmet's like on a conveyor belt he gets like conveyor belted yeah. over to where doof is it's like a dry cleaning conveyor belt with a bunch of lab coats on it yeah and i thought i always do this i thought it was going to be part of the scheme or the innator. it's not <laughs> that's just something no. doof has in his house uh shout out to the episode that's... of psych where we find out that sean's living in a laundromat
1: or I was just thinking the cleaner yes the, yeah. old yeah. right. <laughs> the old
0: mimi's fluff and fold that's right the old mimi's fluff and fold classic. Anyway, Doof goes, your persistence is insufferable. And by that, I mean completely sufferable. The bit is back. That everyone. was... Listen, that's like kind of adorable, though. He's it like... Is.
1: He's Just like,
0: we're friends. I will suffer through this. <laughs> yeah. Cute. Cute. Amazing. Couple <laughs> of goals. Um, he <laughs> launches right in. He tells Perry that he's gonna rid the tri-state area of his biggest pet peeves, which is people who dress in sandwiches to promote restaurants. Which... In this event, yeah. is a wild thing for a human being to do. Right. Is unique to America? Uh, that's an excellent question. Other countries. So, like, I know this because I recently researched, uh, like, Asian country, Like, street-level oh. culture because I was drawing yeah. all those cities. Yeah, right. And they do, like, mascots. They have a lot of, like, characters and stuff. But I'm, like, yeah. dressing up food specifically as an advertising yeah. g- is a gimmick is thing to do.
1: Whatever. yeah he
0: hates it so he's like he's a whole slideshow of them apparently he just been has been creeping <laughs> on all the sandwich guys yeah in danville taking their pictures um he's like here's all the people i hate i don't hate the taco guy and i was like well, <laughs> good i guess it would be worse yeah. if you only hated the taco guy <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's fine so then i always forget about this part and it always scares me he walks over and he unveils the sandwich suit removinator which is the scariest thing i've ever seen okay yeah i literally have to know why does it have to look like that it's horrifying i think about it constantly i never remember that it's in this episode yeah it's like a jump scare it's my sleep paralysis demon yeah like stephen king who this is the scariest thing ever committed to film (laughs) honestly if you don't know what we're talking about and you're listening to this episode just go to the episode look or like google sandwich suit removing it actually maybe don't, yeah, don't maybe know know don't do that if you google that but the point is it's awful he says he explains what it does because that's how an haters have the format goes he's like yeah. it sucks all the sandwich suits up into the air and strips them into teensy pieces And I was like, cool, so you're just polluting the tri-state area with, like, vinyl confetti? Like, you don't know about microplastics? Yeah, there's not another solution to this problem? Whatever. Uh, He does a long, evil laugh, and then he goes, Oh, I've become my mother. (laughs) I don't know what the point of that joke is. Uh, Back in uh, Candace's room. Yeah. She's singing a cute little song. She's staring into a hand mirror. She's really feeling herself today. Stacey right? calls her and reminds her about the sandwiches which mm-hmm. like i i don't know how much time has elapsed can't be more than like 12 minutes no but, but she knows if it was like, candace like, yeah. yeah Stacey's like i Stacey know gets it that candace is already distracted by something herself yeah. in the mirror um so she reminds her about the sandwiches candace is like oh yeah the sandwiches which honestly same yeah Uh, Phineas and Ferber are back in the garage and they've wheeled in a whole human man inside a block of ice in their wagon. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Um, And he's like, this will be fantastic. Think of all the practical applications a caveman can have in the modern world. And there's a long pause and he goes, actually, you know, besides (laughs) politics, I can't think of anything. (laughs) (laughs) Timeless joke. Never gets old. Um, Honestly, only it gets better because... Every politician is 27,000 years old. That's true.
1: <laughs> Boyfriend point. from
0: 27,000 B.C.? You mean Joe mm, Biden? Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's fine. It's a 1,000. It's not important. Anyway, they pull out some hair dryers and they melt the ice because that's how all of that works. Yeah. And the caveman is like, me, Conk, because he speaks English. I know. It's like, uh, what? Yeah. Conk starts eating a carburetor. And I was like, Cavemen knew what food was like. Right, they knew what their food looked like. Yeah, he's not an alien. Like he lived on Earth. He probably like found berries and stuff. I, don't, I was like, I yeah. don't think that he would like immediately start. He hunted eating. squid. You know yeah. what they look like. <laughs> he's looking for some squid. Whatever. Then Candace is in the kitchen. She's putting together a very nice sandwich platter. And I was okay. like, Aren't there seven hundred oh. sandwich shops in Danville? Why are you not just catering this? Sorry. Sandwich. no my question was along the same line but it was why do they have the ingredients for 25 regular sandwiches that's true that's like two like a, to three a loaves, couple of loaves of bread, bread a lot a of roast beef, beef. yeah <laughs> a <one>. same page <laughs> follow up question <laughs> anyway. Um, doesn't Jeremy's uncle own a sandwich shop <gasps> that's true did <laughs> Stacy ask Jeremy for some sandwiches Stacy. anyway <sighs> yeah uh doesn't matter. Yes. It's for the plot. is yep. making sandwiches. Uh, Phineas is like, Can I have a spare sandwich? And she's like, Yeah, I guess you could have one. And I was like, Funny. Uh, that is how <laughs> I respond to my siblings when they ask for things. Funny. I know, right? I was like, uh, <laughs> And she goes, I know how men are about their meat. Are okay. right. we manly, man? We like <laughs> meat. And I was like, Is there a gas leak in your house? I know. <laughs> it's so funny though. <laughs> What is happening? This costume has really gone to her head. I know, in an upsetting way. So I was like, all right, I hated that line. Um, then Phineas is like, okay, yeah, uh, so I'm gonna take this sandwich. And then he's like, you should meet our caveman friend. And she's like, pass, <laughs> which fair <enough>. is fair. <laughs> yeah, if someone was like, hey, you should meet our friend. He's a real Neanderthal. I'd be like, why would I? I don't want to meet that. I want that. That's not a selling point. Yeah. No, thank you. Also, all men are already. I was going to say, stars. I was like, listen. Low-hanging fruit, but it had to be said. <laughs> uh, I got to Frenchmarts' lair with his terrifying body horror robot machine. Yeah. Um He tries to start it, but it's out of gas. Because apparently it runs on gas. More on that Question in a moment. Mark? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I told Vanessa if she takes out the big head, she has to fill it up. And I was like, sir, is this just your car?
1: Vanessa's driving it
0: around? Yeah. What? Vanessa? If I saw I that thing, like, behind me at a red light, but... I would leave my body. <laughs> I would literally die. Like, pull up to a Walgreens that's parked Ooh. in the parking lot, I'm leaving. I don't need <laughs> yeah. whatever I came here to get that badly. There are other Walgreens. Yeah. All he needs to do to take over the Tri-State area is just, like, drive, drive around them around. That for a while. Yeah, drive to the Mass mayor's panic. office. panic. Anyway. anyway, he fills it with approximately 800 gallons of gasoline. Not yeah. approximately. That's the number that's on it, the thing. Exactly. Yeah, 800 <laughs> gallons of gasoline. No In wonder, this economy? We don't have any. Yeah, I was like, oh, wow. He, what are the carbon emissions on this giant doofenshmirtz head? That's a billion dollars of gas. Yeah. Also, they're still inside his apartment building. Okay. He just has a gas pump <laughs> inside. I was also some. wondering that. <laughs> That's unsafe That's terrible No wonder his thing blows up all the time Yeah, listen Jet fuel melts steel beams <laughs> And regular gasoline Will burn you alive in your home <laughs> Crazy Yeah Just under the surface of this episode is Just a lot of just crazy revelations Also the name of the gas company is Super Evil, which I was like, honestly <laughs> That was BP's name Before the brand change. <laughs> Just like literally any gas company <laughs> yeah no kidding incredible. did i tell you okay wait Please. i'm gonna cut, you can cut this out but we we're in california visiting matthew's grandma and we we're driving around and i saw one of those chase banks that you know that tumblr post about oh the yeah the guy who guy who paints it on fire yeah, yeah i saw one of the ones he painted <gasps> in real life i was like this is the only thing i ever wanted to see we can wow. go home now <laughs> incredible anyway a good story i love yep it. thanks <laughs> um, Anyway, Doofage Burns, after filling up his giant head with $7 million of gas, is like, he looks over at Perry, who's hanging, still hanging from the little dry cleaner thing, and Perry's fully asleep. <laughs> and like... Burns is, like, offended. He's hurt by this. Oh. Listen, if I was Perry, and I had been through what he had been through, <laughs> I would also be sleeping. <laughs> Oh, man. Also, because yeah, it probably took two hours to fill up that gas tank, eight hundred gallons oh, of yeah. gas. Oh yeah. Um. So anyway, Doofens is defended. He drives away on his head out of like a weird little hole in the side of his building. Yeah. Um, also, when he drives away, there's still a giant magnet on the roof, which mm-hmm. is from the first episode. And I was like, you just have that. <laughs> Whatever. Also, the giant head's like a weird rocket ship, so he flies away. Yeah. Harry he takes one of the hangers off of the conveyor belt, um, and sorry I have to skip a bunch of stuff I already said uh, and then he <laughs> picks the lock with the hanger and then he hangs up, the, he refolds up the hanger and hangs up <laughs> a lab coat on it hangs it back up That's so polite kind. Uh, yeah. and then he whistles for his little hovercraft which apparently responds to whistling and it smashes yeah, yeah, yeah. through the side <laughs> of the building <laughs> Incredible. and then he hops in and then it leaves by smashing another hole in the side uh, of the building <laughs> love to see it we love the property damage uh, but he hung up the lab coat So yeah I... <laughs> he don't want it to wrinkle um, Phineas and Ferb are struggling with conch in the garage he's yeah. doing little he's doing conch stuff uh, you know Yeah. Phineas brings him one sandwich and an entire six pack of some kind of beverage and then he tells him to conch he's like you stay put and <laughs> we'll be back and I was like <laughs> he's not like what are you doing I don't know. Anyway, Candace is walking out with her sandwich platter and Conk is like sandwiches! Uh, which, like, did they teach him the word sandwich? Right? No. No. I actually went back and checked. They didn't. Nope. Um, they haven't taught him anything. Which I was like this is the point helped where I was him like, at all. I don't think Conk is a cave person. I think he's just a crazy man that they found. <laughs> I think he's just a guy just like a who guy used to who live in that in glacier cave. <laughs> when he got From, like, 1983. (laughs) That's my theory. Anyway, Conk takes off after Candace. He's doing, like, a weird tiptoe walk. Uh, Candace arrives at Stacy's, and Conk is right behind her, and he starts eating all the sandwiches off the platter. And Candace is like, oh, Jeremy, is that you? Because, yes, technically he is dressed like a caveman. But I was like, this 40-year-old bearded man... (laughs) is this... not your twink boyfriend <laughs> like no listen simply no it's a real cinderella story case of face blindness. oh this is it really is hillary Duff, chad michael murray level absurdity a thousand percent <laughs> there are no masks involved okay like there's a then... beard <laughs> it's crazy yeah anyway so Stacy comes out and she's like, "Hey, it's Candace." And uh stranger and Candace is like, yeah. "It's Jeremy." And Stacy's like, "All right." She also goes, "Oh, and you guys are all matchy." matchy. In that yeah. exact show. And I was like, <laughs> "Oh, Stacy is mad." <sighs> I'm not sure why. I assume because it's like Candace is making this about her or she knows yeah. Candace and she's like, Hmm. That's what I was like. She knows something. Is this a choice you made? Because. Yeah. uh, Anyway. Also, I know Stacey knows that Candace has a crush on Jeremy. But even if that were the case, if two of my friends showed up to my costume party as a couple's costume when that was not the prompt, I would be like, ugh, get Mm -mm. out. Yeah. Anyway. They go inside the costume party, which is filled with teens in costumes, um, including... The kid from the Egyptian movie theater just wearing the yeah. Egyptian movie theater outfit. And yeah. a whole Badinkadink. dink Okay. I actually found the list of the costumes that are featured oh. in this party. Great. There's, yeah, Badinkadink dink and the employee from or, the mummy, the, the theater.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, there's
0: also the new Hardy Heart Toy Company uniform from when Phineas and Ferb changed it. There's also a Trojan soldier from when they did that. Right. Uh Count Dracula from their haunted house. And a racer from the Fast and the Phineas. Right. So Is the Badinkadig yeah. a costume or is it just one of um, the badinking digs? It's one of the badinkadigs. Like, yeah. They're just wandering uh, gang Like Muppets. Maybe. People are just accept their presence. Yeah. I guess they're laying waste to the surface dwellers okay, well, they're not by going, going to long. their party. Yeah. If Dufichwork <laughs> knew what was good for him, he would just be using the Badinga like minions. Like he would just be Absolutely. Teaming up with them. Because again, yeah. if one of those showed up in a Walgreens, I'd be like, "Yeah, you can have whatever you want." You're terrified. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, their goal is the same. I thought yeah. they were all upset. I anyway. would be. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no also, I think there should be a spinoff show about a a dick just like going to regular high school. I think. That'd <gasps> be I would personally fund that show. <laughs> <laughs> right. I would do anything. There could be a little crossover where they have Doofenshmirtz as their science teacher. Uh, Incredible. Anyway, Candace, like, holds Kong's hand. It's, like, a cute little hand-holding moment. Uh, I was just like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) Girl. Um, Also, like, what a devastating thing for Candace. Like... Because she has all this confidence and she's, like, finally, like, making moves oh, no. and shooting shots. And it's a literal caveman. literally some <sighs> guy. Anyway, they go in there. There's, like, so many teens at this party. A robot says hi to Conk slash Jeremy. Um, and he's like, sweet costume, bro. And Conk punches him in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Anyway. I, I don't know. The kid who got decked is like okay you're not my bro I was like, oh, yeah. it's like i don't know if that was the problem but yeah stacy's standing three feet away and she just pretends that like a literal assault didn't just happen and she's like come on yeah. let's dance and i was like this yeah is a weird party because also in addition to being a thursday in july it's also the <laughs> middle of the afternoon okay yeah like her costume party is happening in broad daylight which for some reason, feels wrong. It to me. It feels awful, and I could never like a two p.m. costume party. Nope, Also, who's dancing at two p.m. Ugh. Yeah. No. It's not anyway, happening. Conk agrees. She turns on the music, and Conk freaks out and starts smashing up the stereo. She, he goes to the buffet, and Candace stops him, and Conk like picks her up, <laughs> but is like carrying her, and yeah, she's like, "Oh, Jeremy, you're so strong," and I was just like. <laughs> This Candace. Candace would be so easy to kidnap. <laughs> um, <laughs> some random guy would just have to show up and be like, It's me, Jeremy, in a costume. And be like, <laughs> Okay. All right. And get in their van. Uh, Jeremy calls <laughs> oh, no. her, yeah. Candace. And he's like, Hey, sorry, I'm running late to the party. And I was like, Are you just giving her like play by play update? I know. Like, I are guess. you to do this party together? It seemed like you weren't because he asked if you were going. Yeah. Anyway, calls. He's like, Sorry, I'm late. And. Stacy and Candace are like, oh no, <laughs> a misunderstanding. <Ooh>. Um. <laughs> then Candace calls her mom, and Linda and Lawrence just like roast her, yeah, for like a minute, just yeah, just nonstop, not to her face, luckily, but still to each other. Yeah, Which, honestly, our parents probably did that. I would. They would probably do that. What they do you mean, do- did? <laughs> they do that now, to her face. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Doofens is flying over a sandwich shop because this is still happening. And he vacuums the sandwich costume off of a guy. Yeah, uh, And then he sees Perry coming for him and Perry like smashes him in the face. Uh, that's that entire scene. Candace comes back. She's like chewing out conch while he eats the entire buffet. She's like yelling at him. Yeah. And I was like, he's a caveman, babe. Like, <laughs> let, he's, let it go. <laughs> it's yelling. is not helping. Then Phineas and Ferb show up. Finally yeah uh above in the sky doofage burns and perry are fighting um perry releases the sandwich costume and it drops into someone's yard and then perry shoves doofage burns off the platform and he falls down into a suburban yard and dies (laughs) yeah and breaks all his bones plummets 250 feet to the ground with a sandwich costume to insulate his fall. Yeah. Uh, Perry sees that the innator is headed right for the glacier and he just jumps out. Doesn't try to steer it in uh, a different direction. Just hops up. Just hippity hops sure. out. He's like, you know what? Not my problem. I had to dress up in a magpie costume this morning. Now I'm not getting paid enough to avoid glacier oh, collisions. No kidding. So the ship collides with the glacier and the entire glacier just collapses killing thousands. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's in the middle of the city. Yeah, It's a mountain-sized glacier that just implodes. And I was like, where yeah. is all the stuff that was in there? All the dinosaurs? When it melts, where does all that water go? Is this like a floodplain now? I guess. I don't Yeah, I know. Know. Whatever. I know. That's how they tie up that loose end. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doobishmurts walks out of the bush and now he's in the sandwich costume. Because irony. Um, <laughs> Honk sees him because apparently this bush is right next to Stacy's house, and he starts chasing him. And Face and Fur don't care. They're like, yeah. you know what? We're also not solving this problem. Yeah, just letting him go. They say, if you love something, let it go. Yeah. Especially if it's a caveman. And I was like, no one's ever said no, that. Never. Also, <clears> cool of <throat> you guys to just like create a huge problem for everyone, yeah. and then be like, you know what? We don't really mm-hmm. want to deal with that. Yeah. No one's tracing that caveman back to us. Sure. Listen, if I saw a caveman running around, I would immediately think of Phineas and Ferb. If right I was in I mean. Danville and I saw yeah. some random thing, immediately would come to mind. Okay, yeah. The, I mean, we'll get there eventually. Yeah. So the like Night of the Living Pharmacists episode where that like oh, pandemic yeah. is happening, and Candace immediately is like, "Oh, this is Finney and Ferb's doing." I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, of course you would assume that." Yeah. Yeah. She's correct almost all the time. You right. Uh, that's the end of the episode. Yeah. But I did want to ask, like, what do you think the vibe was when Jeremy finally got to that party? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's an excellent question. Like, can you imagine walking into that party after all that stuff had already <laughs> happened? No. No, I can't. Do you think Stacy? Listen, <laughs> if you throw a costume party at 2pm in the afternoon- Yeah. A little bit of that is on you. <laughs> <laughs> But also, if you throw a party yeah. and somebody doesn't get punched in the face, like was it really in a, a party? party? Yeah, yeah. If someone doesn't get punched in the face at Frackrawl, I'm gonna be sad. <laughs> Honestly, kind of hope it's me. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's the end. Yep. That was that was the episode. All right. Uh, one nineteen B. Voyage to the bottom of Buford. Yeah, Buford, Buford. And bottom. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Apparently, there is a sci-fi fantasy series, Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea. Yes. Yeah. And then there's also... uh, It's kind of like Journey to the Center of the Candace, which was like Journey to the Center of the Earth. It's one of those vibes, you know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Energy. Cool. We open on Phineas and Ferb at the beach with Isabella and Baljeet. They've just built a giant sand Eiffel Tower enjoying the day um goes this is the life the sand the sea the sun the crying because someone's <laughs> sobbing uh Phineas discovers it is Buford and he asks Buford why he's crying and Buford goes I'm not crying I'm sweating through my eyes yeah sure and <laughs> This episode, let me tell you, I will mention it when it happens, but it is <laughs> depressing, and Buford is not getting the support that he needs throughout the entire episode. Sure. Yeah. Like I know Buford's a bully, but Yeah. Um, we'll get to it. Mm-hmm. Uh anyway, so he relates that he has lost his beloved pet goldfish Biff while swimming in the ocean. Um then he like goes into this whole story. Buf- he like used to be a quote-unquote wimp like because i used to be a wimp like you <laughs> i was like iconic Look, uh <laughs> once you're a yeah. bully you you He's, don't stop yeah um and then one day he was drawn to a game at the carnival and won a goldfish uh which he named biff after his mother yeah canonically also, he said that biff was <laughs> like four in this and i was like "How long?" okay is yeah been alive? that's an excellent question goldfish. uh is this even the original Biff? We don't know. Is it? No way to know. Uh. Also, like Biff, like you know, Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, I do know that. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Someone also said that <laughs> Buford had said later that he shares his name with Buford Tannen, Biff's great grandfather, which uh, Buford, I guess, is a name of someone in Back to the Future Three. Anyway. Uh. Three in a yeah. While. Me either. So I was like, no fact check. they Sounds take, right. Take it as it... Yeah. Uh, anyway, so Buford, loved Beth. did everything with him? Question mark. <laughs> yeah. Real um, like Lilo and Stitch vibes. Yeah, just, yeah. Like for s- sure. Just swimming with him in the ocean. Yeah. Uh. There's one where he's... I don't remember if it's now or later, but there's one where they're like sleeping together. He has his little goldfish next to him on his pillow. Yeah. Anyway. Uh. Yeah, so... Loved Biff. Biff is missing. Okay, well, so he's like talking about how he's hanging up Biff, and then the- one day the local bully, who I was like, all I can think about is that text post that's about nineties bullies. That's like <laughs> they'll say something like, "I'm gonna kick your behind, nerd," and then proceed to commit more prosecutable <laughs> felonies. To- yeah, yeah, this is yeah. that. Also, the so- bully of this is like a thirty-year-old dude. I was like, okay, why is this adult bullying a literal toddler? Yeah, this man who is. Two to three times taller than Buford, uh, stole Biff and was about to eat him. I know. Insane. A goldfish. Okay. Crazy. Uh, and then Buford was like, I know I had to defend my only friend, which, yeah, he still looks like he's four years old. Anyway, he attacked the bully and hung him up on a clothes wire. Yeah. And got Biff back. And now he was a bully. Yeah. So. What an origin story really, though. <laughs> Insane. After America, um, never. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> really couldn't. Um He then admits that he is not afraid of anything except giant squids because they're, quote, all suction cuppy and beaky, which is yeah. fair. But oh, I was like, okay. So anyway, we've caught up to the present. He went for a swim with Biff in his little goldfish bowl and a little floaty adorable. Mm-hmm. Um, after a while, Beaver could no longer hear Biff. Amazing. <laughs> <And> <laughs> panicked because Biff was missing. <laughs> I, I can't. It's this one is just so good. Okay, There's a lot of like, um, little things in yeah, this one. I'm this one's like, just uh, like you go. Okay. I'll give that to you. <laughs> uh, anyway. So Phineas is the Okay, Phineas literally Only wants to stop Buford from crying Says nothing to support Buford He says, quote, this is more annoying Than when he was bullying us I was like, Phineas, this man has lost A precious friend Yeah, (laughs) like First of all When was he bullying you? Okay, when have you suffered At the hands of Buford? You're an Uh, enabler. He believes in Baljeet at events that you've invited them both to. Okay? You're part of the problem. Two, when you lost Perry, which happens in the future, but that's not the point. Yeah. You had like a full, the entire town was involved. Okay? It was like a Ferris Eulerian experience for everyone. Okay, You made it everyone else's problem. And you have the audacity. Exactly. To tell Buford that he's being annoying? Yeah expressing his very real feelings with you yeah ridiculous okay then so Buford is still very upset he and Phineas and Ferb are like okay we'll build a submarine we'll start searching Buford then tries to give Phineas a hug to thank him and gain some emotional support Phineas is not having it yeah and it's depressing. No one will give Buford a hug. No one will hug he's him. He's like, let Buford like, hug you. I need look, a hug. You don't have to hug like, people that you don't want to hug. Yeah. But he's your like, friend. I get it. Exactly. It's so like, like, please? He's also, out. literally any of you. Yeah. I was like, come on. Group. <laughs> yeah. Scooby gang. Anyway. <laughs> so sad. Yeah. It's depressing. Uh, this also, I will mention it, happens like, six more times. Yeah. And he... Yeah. I won't spoil it, but... it <laughs> also just, okay. like, I don't know. It's so like, sad. Phineas and Ferb can do anything they want. Like, they have basically yeah. unlimited power. Yeah. And I'm like, your friend has a very simple problem that they're right? really very upset about. Like, six weeks ago, Isabella had the ho- hiccups, and you yeah. built a haunted house. Yeah. And yeah. You summoned literal ghosts to solve that problem for her. <clears> yeah. You've yeah you just need to find the fish like ugh. yeah it's oh, it's infuriating uh yeah so phineas wonders where perry is uh perry rides a wave through a pipe and is in his lair yeah. sure uh major monogram tells him that dr doofish had just appeared on the news saving a falling kitten and then he goes and he's evidently defected to the good side so perry has to deliver a standard welcome package Perry walks over to a trunk that I hope is refrigerated and takes out a little welcome basket with little goodies in it. Yeah. Amazing. Honestly, <laughs> prepped and ready. Incredible. Also, yeah. the reporter who's breaking the kitten story taking yeah. it way too seriously. Oh yeah, so like, <laughs> they're breaking it as if it's the bullhorn the report. only yeah, like which the kitten yeah. <laughs> almost <laughs> fell to the ground. I'm saying that. All right. Is there no get it. anywhere? Know, right. <laughs> Is there a war happening somewhere that you're not reporting on? Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So, cut to Candace and Stacy shopping for sunglasses, mm, kind of yeah. on the beach nearby. Kind of want those fish sunglasses. Okay. Yeah. Those. I was like sunglasses. Candace just puts on a pair of fish glasses, not sunglasses, glasses, like see-through. Yeah. With, with little fishes outline. Anyway, There's I was like, fish. all right. I'd like to go to that shop. You know what? would buy yeah uh stacy points out a submarine being airlifted into the water candace yeah. is obviously like mm. <laughs> of course <laughs> i know who's in that yeah and then she gets she who's grabs a disposable camera okay, a i know uh, probably they probably yeah. just know a guy That's so, uh possible like situation right so yeah candace grabs a camera like a disposable camera and he's like, I'm going to bust him. And she goes to run out of the store. And he goes, you didn't pay for that. And she walks back. It was right after I paid for this. Yeah. Which is a reoccurring bit. Um, yeah. Perry uh, arrives at Doofenshmirtz's building. Rings Doofenshmirtz's doorbell. Sure. It also looks more like this. I don't know. I couldn't tell if this was maybe his house in the suburbs. It looked more like that than his, like, regular building. But anyway. Yeah. Um, uh dr d opens the door sees the gift basket invites perry in he reads the card that's like congratulations on becoming good and he's so mad yeah <laughs> um like, the fact that he wasn't mad before this is funny because it I just means like, oh i know. perry just brought him a gift I basket know, which is so cute.
1: just coincidentally
0: <laughs> yeah oh, gosh. um incredible he then explains to Perry that it was an accident and he was walking out of the inventor's emporium. Sure. <laughs> when he tripped, he has his bag. He trips, falls on the ground. The kitten falling from somewhere fell into his bag. Yeah. Then everyone thinks he purposefully saved the kitten. Sure. <laughs> so he goes, this is ruining my reputation. <laughs> I was like, no. Awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah, he, he also to... says oh, yeah. maybe he says this or maybe it's just happening on the TV in the background. But like they're still running the kitten story. Okay, no, yeah, I think it's been running it all day. Or maybe he, yeah, does say that they've been running it all day. This is the only thing that they're covering today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he also says that. It's destroying his evil credibility, and the evil scientist community is gonna cut his benefits. Question mark. Yeah. I'm like you get a sad part being in the yeah. evil community. You get health insurance. Yeah, I was like, are you guys part of a union? Anyway. Oh, yeah, probably. Um. Yeah. They so, be. they they should be okay. Um, actually, that's probably true because remember. Later on, when Carl turns evil and Duverchworth is like, they don't pay you? Are you sure you're not evil? <gasps> oh, yes. Oh, my yeah. gosh. You're right. References. Listen, ethical yeah. hiring practices. Yeah. They're um, on, the other under- villain offers paid parental leave. Uh, that's true. Okay, listen. <laughs> There's some underlying tones here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways, so. Yeah, I know. That's really I'm great no, Yeah. I'm uh okay. So anyway, Perry is like not even worried. He looks he looks at his watch and walks to the door, but George Force is like, literally, what the heck, man? <laughs> he, he traps Perry in this metal orb with spider legs. It's kind of creepy, but it's okay. Anyway, uh Phineas and Ferb are getting into their submarine. Buford is still sobbing. Understandably. Yeah. Um, he then is he's like, I don't know, it doesn't look very safe, and he gets in and he gets stuck like Winnie the Pooh stuck. Yeah, and Ferb, Ferb, <laughs> just no hesitation, jumps just on Buford's head, breaks all his bones. Times. Buford now has brain damage. Yeah, like listen, we know that Buford can take it, but holy yeah. crap! I mean, Ferb also weighs nine pounds. Yeah, but also okay, like okay, the other thing is yeah. He built that submarine and i know that you have your friend's measurements so why did you not make the entrance big enough for all your friends to get into the submarine phineas he also just plummets down to the metal ground yeah anyway and then someone i thought i wrote it down but someone lands on top of him anyway also when they're all getting in the submarine they are apparently making their friends all wear those little sailor outfits yeah i saw that like okay Anyway, yeah, okay, so I did write down, Ferb falls on top of him, and then he says, thanks, I needed that, but I don't think he did. Um, <laughs> anyway, Candace sneaks in the submarine, they go to find Biff. Uh, Ferb canonically has the ability to talk to dolphins, so yeah. he's communicating with them through the portholes of the and submarine. He is, just drops that. He's yeah. like, he says, the literal line is, don't worry, Ferb can communicate with dolphins. That's it. Yeah, no lead up, no Never questions. Yep. Uh, can communicate with Dolph. Just want to make sure that we get yeah. that. Yeah. Just on the record. Yeah. um What? Yeah. Surreal Linda situation. <laughs> <laughs> Is he part dolphin? Maybe. Was he raised by dolphins? Could be. There are dolphins in England. Who knows? Why has he even met a dolphin? I don't know. <laughs> I know that we're not going to get the answers to these questions. Yeah, I'm sorry, but that's okay. But that is a bonkers thing to just throw in. Yeah, it's insane. uh Buford also, so they're like, well, we're on our way. The dolphins know where Biff is. We're getting there now. Yeah. Buford is like, oh Buford my goodness, I'm bullfish. so happy. And asks again, seven times for a hug from literally. Anyway, yeah. and none of his friends are like, like, yes, like, I would love to give you a hug. Please, can none I have of a them. hug? Nothing. Literally. Yeah. Okay. Uh. They, yeah, so they find Biff, there's, or maybe they're, okay, yeah, there's like a, in between, there's a montage of oh, Buford yeah, and Biff and Biff, yeah, with a little song, I always forget the song, it kind of sounds like the song from Toy Story, anyway, I we that. also learned that Okay, good. It sounds like I also like, spinning around in a circle. Shot. Right, I was like, "This is the same. This is this yeah. is meant to be." Yeah. Okay. We also learn that Buford has a goldfish-themed room, like all of his things. his wallpaper,
1: I his bedspread. Adorable.
0: This is very yeah. So the dolphins find Biff. He's in a little underwater cave. Uh, Phineas, and Ferb and Buford leave the submarine to go get Biff. I get in a little diving gear. They go and get Biff. Uh, Buford again asks for a hug. Yeah. Nothing. Okay. Nothing. We're up to like five. I just like pufer comes over to your house regularly, right? if not every day. you has just gone to your grandparents' house. Yeah. He actively participates in whatever nonsense you guys have planned for the day. Yeah. He doesn't usually complain. He's like yeah. there. He is here for it. And you guys cannot take one day out of your freaking summer schedule right? to help your friend to engage Nothing. with his interest which is clearly the only part of his identity that he cares about he's like a bully and he loves goldfish yeah and like you're clearly sort of annoyed that he's a bully so like right help him get a hug yeah it's insane uh yeah so they're there they get biff recovered awesome Mm -hmm. uh doop and cut to doop and uh he's showing perry the media erasinator which he then goes patent pending doop and evil incorporated Amazing, um, which is a device that can delete any part of media, like the newscast of him saving the kitten. Sure. sure. Uh He, like, is getting ready, warming it up. Perry sees the remote in his pocket and flings his hat towards the remote, knocking it out of DuPage Prince's pocket and smashing it on the floor. Yeah. Sure. He then just breaks out of the sphere, catches his <laughs> yeah. hat like a boomerang, and knock Steven Schmertz right on the machine. So hard. Because, <laughs> yeah, just wish was... Schmertz was telling him about his plan, Perry's little yeah. face looks so mad. I was like, yeah. is he disappointed that Stephen Schmertz didn't actually want to defect? Like, is he Maybe. sad about Maybe he's upset. He Maybe so he thought afraid. he was going to catch a break. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I was just like, <sighs> oh, man. Poor yeah. Perry. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> he's beating up David Schmertz, and we cut back to Biff Buford. Um, Buford Biff is like just floating there swimming So Buford like scoops him up In his little fishbowl uh, They ride the dolphins back to the submarine Illegal uh, <laughs> As they disappear so they like are leaving And then like as they're leaving These like really scary tentacles Come out from the cavern and are following them Okay cool uh, They all go back to the surface Phineas, Ferb, and Buford get out They're on top of the submarine Unsafe uh, um, sorry to interrupt you But this okay. is the episode of Phineas and Ferb Where they try and find a shark Right No? This one? Well they're trying to find a fish Or it could be the one oh, where they try you mean the episode of Psych? Yeah Oh is that how you said I was ep- said episode of Phineas and Ferb no. I was like no I'm describing that <laughs> <I was like, laughs> You're like No this is the episode of Phineas uh, and Ferb Where Hubert <laughs> loses a goldfish yeah. No but yeah this is definitely that one it's either that one or the aquarium where he tries to ride a dolphin. Ooh, there's one where they try and find a shark, up. and there's yeah. one where they try and find a sea lion. Sea lion. And there's episodes. Yeah, those are separate. The that's shark so one is weird. yeah, it's separate. I just watched that one actually. It's good. Anyway, is this the is it close? Enough? Is it a shark one? uh yeah, one where they like build a shark. Oh, that's true. So maybe this one could be the Aquarium Riding Dolphin. Because they're also know. looking for... Well, yeah. no. Shabby the sea lion dies at the beginning. He's the yeah, one well, they're not looking for him. Victim. Psych like, was a weird show. Who do you think pitched yeah. that? Who knows? Like, who, who knows? Not uh, any sane sea lion. lion gets shot. John solves it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Sea lion yeah. A, okay. Cool. Sea lion episode. All right. Uh yeah. Sorry. So no, it's okay. They're all standing on top of the submarine. Buford is so happy. He's crying because he's so happy. Asks for a hug. A hug nothing. Okay. <laughs> Just wants someone to be nice to <laughs> him. Literally like anyway. His therapist was like, Buford, maybe you need yeah. to be a little bit more open about expressing your needs. And I'm he was like, like yeah. Okay. And he tried really and hard but yeah. his friends are garbage yeah i cannot even imagine uh yeah so then to these two giant tentacles come out from the water and he wraps himself around finis and ferb and buford like doesn't really notice at first he's just talking and crying and he's Burb. And like uh buford anyway so a third tentacle reaches for buford buford climbs down into the submarine the tentacle Goes down to the submarine. Uh, Buford passes Isabella and Beljit. Both of them are kidnapped by the squid. Yeah, um, I actually have a question about this. <clears throat> yeah, um, because earlier in the submarine, they make a reference to the fact that they are using radar, which is mm. good, for, like, Isabella's mm-hmm. working the radar station, and I'm like, nothing. Pick up on the <laughs> yeah, giant what? squid. On the radar, Isabella. I know you have a radar patch. <laughs> I think she wanted to get her giant squid patch. I think the giant mm-hmm. squid is a paid actor, and she Ooh, ran into it yeah. on purpose because she I does not seem right. afraid of death during the next yeah. scene. She doesn't seem super. She goes so upset. far as to make some money off of it. Yeah, so I think <laughs> That's that maybe true. she doesn't care. That it's there because she Ugh, ran yeah it on purpose. Yeah, uh, you're probably right. Um, or yeah. she's bad at radar or she's terrible at her job um <laughs> unlikely Buford <laughs> curls up into a corner with Biff and the squid comes over and just takes Biff yeah so face Ferb Isabella Baljeet and Biff are all in the squid's tentacles and yeah they all start being like oh what are the odds?" And Isabella bets on their survival, and everyone else doesn't. She goes, Cut me a slice of that action. I was like, Wow. Yeah. Buford's, or wow. uh, Baljeet's like, My money's Jeez. on the squid. And she's like, Cut yeah. me a slice of that action. And I'm like, Incredible. Gonna die. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the squid brings Biff over to look at him. He wants to eat him. He's going to drop it into his little beak. And Buford comes out and bullies the squid into dropping the fish. Mm-hmm. Um and he goes, You and me are gonna dance. <laughs> so the squid puts it puts Biff back in his little bowl. And uh he just Buford just walks over to him and uh they do like the back and forth uh and he just punches him right in the face yep. in his little beak. Punches a Lovecraftian uh-huh. demon monster Yeah. In the face. In the face. And then it drops everybody. And Isabella goes, always go for the long shots, kid. (laughs) Yeah. Insane. Is she a professional better? Yes. Uh, Something. Also, like, (laughs) listen, the stranger kids things could never. Like kids, stranger, stranger things, stranger things, kids. Like these children are just unfazed by this entire experience. Absolutely. Also, lucky that the squid dropped them and didn't just okay. drag them down to the bottom of the ocean where they would die. Right? Yeah. Honestly, it would serve them right. Yeah, no kidding. Um, yeah, so, Candace, like, gets it all on film. They all go back to the submarine, except uh, Candace. But, anyway, when they're in the submarine, Phineas is like, Buford, you were so brave. Uh, then Buford gets really angry. <laughs> and he asks if he thought that He'd been weak before. If Phineas thought that Buford had been weak, he goes, Do you think I've been weak before? Anyway, Belgique yeah. goes, No, no, but you were a lot more sensitive. And Buford walks over to Belgique and gives him a wet willy. So, and they all go, Oh, he's back. And I'm like, Maybe it's because you didn't give him a hug. Yeah. Anyway, like this could have I been just... a growth opportunity. Like, yeah. The lesson and nothing from this episode is like, You should never change your behavior. Yeah. And if one of your friends tries to better <clears throat> themselves, just ignore that until it. they stop trying. Yeah. Don't help yeah. them make substantive changes in their life. Nope. Yeah. Everything should stay the same all the time. Yep. That's a cool that's a crazy that's lesson to be getting to children. Okay. Yeah. Uh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. It's fine. Nobody do that. Um, Candace has been watching everything on camera. Yeah. So she tries to get back inside the door, but it's locked and she's trapped. So submarine's going down, but she's like. Just is trying to keep the camera above water. So she yeah. swims to land swims. and like staggers over to this bike rental and she tries to ride the bike off and he goes, you got to pay for that. And she goes back and pays for it. Sure. We love a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, the media erasinator is shooting all willy nilly. That's a quote. Through the town. Uh, and Erasing all just anything like a billboard with love handle logo, yeah. uh, etc. Uh, Candace is riding home. She's, you know, gonna show the photos to her mom. The media racer also hits a stop sign, and the word stop goes away, and several cars crash. I was like, "That's that's not how stop signs and driving works. I'm so sorry. It's still a stop sign. I was like, you guys, what? A semi <laughs> skids off the road and hits a water tower. Yeah, this is Listen, anyway. That, that one. I was like, really holding society. Together. Is that like, yeah? Like, oh my gosh, that's so yeah. funny. Listen, what I, uh, yeah. no stop, no stop, no stop, no stop. <laughs> yeah uh yeah no kidding oh my gosh so yeah this car accident causes a semi truck to skid off the road hit a water tower the tower falls down candace has just arrived home is standing on the doorstep with her disposable camera the water comes through soaks her ruins the camera i was like Sure. That is very Fine. funny because <laughs> <Yeah>. they do <laughs> set it up to be like, oh, oh thing, the media is going to hit the tape. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz it always does, but then nope. no, it's a surprise. Surprise. <laughs> it's A random wave of water which I didn't even oh catch came from the water tower. I thought it was oh, just like yeah. an incidental just wave <laughs> happened. That's fair. I'm glad they set that up with the stop sign bit though. Like what a yeah. Rube Goldberg it's really great. <laughs> Thing. yeah 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 <laughs> that's super funny uh the media resonator is still going haywire agent P uh prize a piece of metal of the like siding and just uses it as a hang glider and the machine explodes like he didn't even have to do anything it was just faulty I'm <laughs> sorry it's gonna explode yeah so fun. doofenshmirtz survives surprisingly and is left standing in his apartment uh out of nowhere a cat falls out of the sky and lands in his hands and he goes oh come on (laughs) incredible (laughs) uh yeah and then at the end uh linda is vacuuming the floor in their house and Candace opens the door and she's soaking wet super mad which i would be too and linda goes are you okay why are you all wet and she's like, Candace, you know, starts with like, they were making a submarine and then, you know, the giant squid. Yeah. And Linda just goes, I don't have time for these games. Dry yourself off and come in. I was I like, know. wow. Wow. Geez. Yeah, she's like not in a good okay. mood. So she's vacuuming in an apron. And I was <gasps> okay. like, I was. Gonna- yeah. What? What's on an apron to vacuum? Linda, what? Yeah. Anyway. uh, Yeah. Great Phineas and Ferb cool. walk right in. Phineas goes, did you have a good swim? Oh. It Yeah. Candace <laughs> should get to murder that's him. That's it. I know. I was like, that was the end. Yikes. That is. Oh, yeah. boy. So, that's all. Not just a nerve. leaving on that note. Have a good swim. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> the, the, like, psychological torture by Phineas and his cohorts. Yeah. I just listen. Yeah. Everything that Beaver does after this is justified. Like Oh yeah. He's established that his friends don't care about him. He should get to do whatever he wants. This is that. Yeah. He has no support system and needs help. It's so sad. Better better friends for sure. Way better friends. Yeah. He should go hang out with the Milo Murphy kids. They would give him a hug. Honestly. Probably. probably. I feel like they would. Yeah. Anyway. Good episode. Good talk, everybody. Yeah. Good game. Uh, good game. Good game. <clears throat> Anything else before we sign off? Uh, that's all I have. Good luck editing this. Great. It's gonna be <laughs> fun. We're only at an hour and thirty-seven minutes, but <laughs> thirty-seven of those minutes is me complaining about Perfect. having to shoot someone's wedding. So, <laughs> exactly really, like forty-five. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> right. Excellent. Excellent, indeed um cool. well it was great talking to you yeah. Uh, yeah i'm so glad we could get together to do this mm-hmm. yep and i mm-hmm. will uh, talk to you Just, uh, yeah later on see you, know? you later yep. yep. see all you folks mm-hmm. whenever we record the next podcast yep great <laughs> cool well bye bye <laughs>